We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. E. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Teacher Cast Podcast, coming to you live from the birthplace of Rocky Balboa in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, with your host, Jeff Bradbury. Good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Teresa Stagger, and I am one of the co-hosts of Principal Cast. My uh, one of my my other co-hosts, Spike Cook, is on as well. Jessica Johnson, however, uh, is not joining us this evening as she is having dinner with Todd Whitaker in Illinois or Indiana. She's in Indianapolis this week, so uh, she may be jumping in in a little bit. She might be jumping on the chat, but. We are going to actually use something that she uh, was talking to us about earlier today to uh, to put our uh, put our thinking caps on, and we thought that this would be a fun one to start off Connected Educator Week month. Connected Educator Month. Uh, this is episode three of the Principal pa Principal Cast podcast, which is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. We can be found at principalcast.com, at principalcast, hashtag principalcast, or you can email us at info at principalcast.com. So hashtag at.com. That's where we are. If you have an, uh, a suggestion for an upcoming show, we would love to hear it, and I will go ahead and tweet out the link right now. Um, but let's start really quickly, Spike, before we jump into this, let's talk about how our weeks uh, went. What happened with you? How did it go? Well, uh, this was um, another busy week. Um, I'm starting to definitely feel the crunch of the, um, you know, the new teacher evaluation that we have uh, in, our, in our state, basically. And, um, you know, so I spent some time working with teachers to uh, understand their self evaluation. I took my self-evaluation as an administrator, so I'm getting ready to uh, embark on this journey myself. We had another successful assembly where we it was a jam, we participated in the JAM World Record, uh, which is a healthy school initiative where the students 
uh, jam for one minute, but of course we stretch it out to about 20 minutes. We had different activities going on. So uh, right. all in all, pretty busy week. How about you? Good. That's good. I think busy. Uh, it's been about the same. This was actually I was thinking about it um, just before the just before the the podcast, and I I was you know it it <laughs> every week so far as <laughs> I seem to box uh, Spike and Jessica with oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> so I'm my question for all of you who have done this and who have been through this first year and even further is what was there was there one week or one day that you went if it never gets worse than this I'm going to be okay because I feel like this is the week <laughs> this last week did it for me so if you have that why don't you uh, tweet it to us hashtag principalcast or um, info at principalcast.com or leave it in the chat room for us because I, I would be interested to hear you know worst case scenario what has happened since you've been <laughs> since you've been your your uh, in your positions. So we've got, oh, oh, Craig, it looks like Craig Yen is going to join us again. Uh, Jedi Techism, Simon Miller is checking out Principal Cast again this week. He learned some great info last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this is a great, uh, this is a great group. Please help us by tweeting teachercast.tv for others to watch. So um, Spike and I were, and, and Jessica and Jeff, we were all chatting on Voxer this week and somehow in the last two days it came to you know you're a connected educator when and Jess had created a blog post which was uh, shortly followed by um, Jeff's version of his connected educator post um, and so we wanted to share it with you because we thought that they were kind of amusing I'm going to go ahead and tweet out Jess's post. You know you're a, a connected educator when, and uh, and we'll just talk about some of these some of these funny things that are on here, and then hopefully those of you who are in the chat room and those of you who are following us on Twitter can hashtag in with us and give us yours. Um, so the first one that Jess has on her blog is the first words out of your mouth each day at school are usually last night on Twitter and I think that that's at least for me it's totally true because we've got we've got so many things that we find on Twitter and then you're you're checking it out you find a great discussion like Jess says here I have mine I save my favorites and I have those as a um, a window or a widget on the side of my my school blog so that my staff blog so that the teachers can see the things that I favorite um, but that's a huge one was last night on Twitter and that kind of goes with number two on hers is whenever a staff member in your building asks a question you can find many possible <laughs> solutions on Twitter I think those two work hand in hand because I feel like I'm cons just constantly using it um, with my staff or wanting to what about you Spike yeah, I mean, w when I looked at this post, and I, I really, uh, I liked it a lot, um, you know, and I guess I've probably been on Twitter for, like, about a year and a half, uh, almost two years, and I know that when I first got on, I, I know that number one was very uh, prevalent in my conversations, you know, last night on Twitter, uh, just talking about the different things mm -hmm. that I was learning, and... Um, 
I felt like at, at some points I was maybe overwhelming my staff with my excitement for Twitter because then it just became, you know, that thing. Like, oh, all he wants to talk about is Twitter, you know. If you're not on Twitter, you know, you, you can't connect with him, that kind of thing. So I, I've definitely um, taken a step back in the way that I approach it, but that is definitely something that's going through my mind a lot is, you know, the things that I have learned on Twitter. And then when you talk about her, her second one, whenever a staff member you're building asks a question, you, you do look to Twitter for uh, solutions. And I do that all the time because, you know, oftentimes, you know, you'll get asked questions from your staff about things that you just, you have no idea. And it's very normal to say, well, you know, I'll look into that. Well, I think, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, looking into that meant maybe calling something, somebody that you know, or maybe even, you know, looking up okay. an article, uh, you know, an education leadership or something like that. And now, you know, as soon as they leave your office, you can get on, you know, your device and look up, you know, possible solutions, you know, through Twitter. Yeah. And, and I've had a couple of those happen, and it, and it really helps out. How about you? It's, it's about the same. I think um, I, it, I, I feel like, and, and Jess meant, made a mention of this too in her post, I feel like there is just so much education out there, and there's so many people to connect with that, you know, it really only makes sense to just throw it out there and ask for, asks for help you know there's the just kind of alone in the administration in some places because you're the only one you know with your job if you're not in a district or even if you are and I think um, you know being a connected educator being on Twitter helps us connect to other people and not feel so alone not have what is just called I'm trying to find her um, I think it's the Gilligan or is it the Gilligan syndrome, which sets in when you get started and don't know how to reach out to others for help, mm -hmm. uh, because you're kind of kind of all there out out there on your own. A term by Kurt Reese, Jay Posick, and Matt Renwick uh, that they came up with, but it's definitely definitely helpful. Now, with um, that, one of the things that I had posted on mine. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, with that Gilligan uh, syndrome, do you always have like the skipper? Does he always hit you with his hat and stuff like that? Is that is that what they were talking about? Because I know those guys, and I'm thinking that maybe that's what they were getting at. I think I think you're the skipper. Skipping us with your hat, with your boxing hat. That's right. Which leads us into the third one. Oh, that's hysterical. Uh, it, so, really, it really does. Let it me find does. it. Hold on. So I'll take this one and I'll set you up there, Let me girl. See that see, oh I, yeah, I, I it got, does. Yeah, go ahead. It didn't take me long, but I got Teresa laughing. Um, so number three, she says, need to meet outside out, outside your building. You can turn to Skype, Google Hangout, and Voxer. And um, <laughs> I think what she's saying there is, you know, continuing on the concept of being a connected educator, uh, you find yourself connecting with folks, you know, through Web 2.0 tools, um, such as what we're doing now, podcasting. Uh, Google Hanging Out, um, and we've referenced it a lot of times in our brainstorming sessions, uh, utilizing the app Boxer, uh, which, in my opinion, really has been uh, quite addicting. I mean, we have uh, Voxes that are going on, you know, sometime, you know, four or five days where we're, we continue to reference, uh, you know, different ideas that we have. And um, we've learned a lot about each other in 
various voxes. They could be 30, 40 <laughs> seconds, maybe a minute or two at the most, and we're finding out a lot about each other. So I, I'm really glad that she put that in there. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think that um, that you know the the thing with which is always a, an issue when you're when you're talking about emails or blog posts or you know any sort. Which I try to tell my staff all the time is it's not always um, it, it's difficult to sometimes get across what you're trying to get across in an email because. You can't, you know, there's only so much punctuation you can use, but an exclamation point could be used as something angry instead of something happy or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So having the Vox, the, the Voxer that we've been able to go back and forth, I think just being able to hear each other's voices, inflection, the humor, um, I think really helps you get to know people a little bit better. And, and then you feel as though you have a personal connection to them, even though, you know, we we could talk on Twitter all day long, but I think just having a little bit of <laughs> having a little bit of time. Um, sorry, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. Jeff's trying to fix. I'm having some technical difficulties on my side, and he's trying to fix it in the chat. Um, so it, but it does it does help, and it it, it helps you get more. Um, you know, get even closer to the people that you're that you're working with. So it's 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 awesome for sure. She, she talks uh, in number four about reading blogs from other educators and administrators, and I know that when I first got on and I started to find out what other people were doing, I took a lot of time to study off of them and to figure out exactly what they're doing and basically mimic all the things that they were doing. So, And she was one of them, you know, Kurt Reese, who I've mentioned before, she works uh, very closely with out in Wisconsin. Uh, Eric Scheninger, George Koros, you know, all those, mm -hmm. all those uh, folks have really uh, paved the way about how you can lead your school as a connected educator. And it's really cool now because you look at, you know, the, the, the folks who've gotten on after that. So they've, these other folks have blazed a trail and now there's other people that are getting on and they're talking about different things. And uh, I just think the sharing goes back and forth. It really helps out. Um, you know, I, I read a really good post this week by um, a principal, and this is the concept of you know take the lid off. You know, and sometimes you have to you have to take a lid off to you know investigate a problem or something, and it's right. just you know then it started getting shared around our administrative teams, and I try to do that as well. But um, you know, I, I probably uh, have learned more from the administrator blogs about my job than I did when I was in grad school, and I think she. I think she referenced that in the in the blog too. Yeah, yeah, she did. She spoke about you know it's that's number eight. You've learned more from Twitter than your bachelor's and master's degrees combined, and that's it's completely true. I think um, you know just like when you're student teaching, you can't you go through. For my undergrad, I think we went through four and a half years before we started student teaching, and in that four and a half years, you learned you know the pedagogy and the. Um, you know what to do, how to create your behavior plan. But until you're actually in the classroom, and then you can start figuring out what you don't know, what you missed, um, what you need to work on. And I think Twitter is kind of it's helpful in that. Um, you know, you get into this position, and now, okay, now what do I do? You know, I learned all the paper pencil things, everything that is supposed to make sense. But how do I make it work? What do, how do I deal with this? Specific situation, and uh, and that's 
That's totally true. And in fact, I was listening to there's an iTunes U. I'm gonna try to find it, an iTunes U course from a teacher in Michigan, and it is called uh, Becoming a Digital School Administrator. And uh, he he's at Mercy High School. His name is Larry Baker, and one of the videos that he has on here is Eric Scheininger. Let me find it. What does it say? Um, but it's it's got a video of him talking about what he uses Twitter for, how he uses it, and he also references the same thing as you know you all of a sudden you've broken open this whole new um, this whole new learning, this wealth of information, and it's all free, and you know exactly who to go to, and it's you know it's awesome. Oh, that's so funny that you mentioned that. Larry is a good guy. He um, he contacted me to give some content for that course. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I may have given him a couple of um, you know blog articles or something like that to post on there, or taking a look at maybe even some of the uh, videos. And uh, it was funny because it was right at the end of the summer, and he was looking for me to do um, one more project for Mike. And and actually, it escapes me what I was what he was looking for. And I just. I had you know this keynote thing coming up and the beginning of school and I'm like oh, I hate overpromising and underdelivering you know but um, you know I hope his course is going well and I, I like the I like that kind of stuff I like I like what he's doing um, with that trying to take it in you know and and pushes push it forward. Yeah, he's got some. Um, he he's really and he he did the same thing to me too. He contacted me and asked if I had anything that I wanted to add to it, which I thought was really cool. Um, considering I've been, you know, a, a digital administrator for all of about three and a half weeks, <laughs> but um, he's got. <laughs> it's nice to be. It's nice to be so welcomed in at the club. Um, he has people like Melinda Miller, Trang Lai in California. Um, you know, just a really a huge wealth of information just in this one course. And uh, he, like I said, he's from Mercy High School. He's an Apple Distinguished Educator. I'm trying to find his. Oh, and he's also he's a he's a fellow Wolverine. So that's wonderful. Um, do you have his uh, Spike? Do you have his Twitter handle? I don't right now, but I mean, we could we could definitely get it out uh, later in the show. But that would be something uh, to definitely look at. So um, yeah, I will find it. So the the other thing that she talks about is attending conferences, uh, and you look forward to doing mm -hmm. those even more. And I know that like when I went to my first ASCD conference, and I was able to get a chance to meet you know everybody throughout the country um, that I had been connecting with on Twitter or following with on Twitter, that was really cool. I mean, almost like being starstruck at some of the people that you meet, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then it's like, you know, and then sometimes it happens like on the reverse where you'll be somewhere and they'll say, hey, you know, I, I follow you and, and stuff. So that's been really cool. It really um, breaks down a lot of the, the walls and the barriers. Um, and, and I think it makes conferences that much better. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think in any... Um, in any situation like that, it's really cool to be able to go in and see these people that you've been talking to. You know, like you say, it's it's you're starstruck, and and to you know to them, they're normal people like we are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of it's crazy. Um, Mike Zavada has a. I asked. I sent out a tweet asking for uh, your favorite 
uh, blogs, your favorite admin blogs. And this one is freerangestudents.wordpress.com. And he says it's ex excellent for learning spaces. So that's very cool. Thank you. So I'm going to go ahead and retweet that. Um, but very, very cool. Very cool. Um, I'm actually going to switch over to the principles net. So let's look at, oh, number nine is a huge one. And for me, I'm a, I'm a podcast junkie. Um, Self-proclaimed, but there's, I mean, there's no question. And number nine on justice is your daily routine includes listening to educational podcasts. Some of hers are um, Techlandia, TeacherCast, Choice Literacy, and any broadcast from the EdReach Network. We've got Principal Podcast, and I was a huge junkie of Scott Elias and Melinda Miller's um, Practical Principles until Scott uh, Scott jumped to. Um, Scott jumped to uh, Apple, and now he works for Apple Education. But there now there's kind of a, which is why we, we started this podcast, because I felt like there was kind of a, a void there. You know, it's gone. But what, what are your favorite podcasts? What do you listen to, Spike? It's funny. I, um, one of the, first, the first podcast I'd ever subscribed to was TeacherCast. Uh, you know, having known Jeff... Um, and meeting him at Ed Camp, but we had connected on on Twitter. Uh, was really cool because he has just a bunch of different things that are going on. So I often listen to you know his podcasts, like if I'm you know mowing the lawn or um, not in the car right now because as we talked about on Voxer, I get in trouble for you know using all <laughs> the data for for our plans. Um, <laughs> but I I, uh, I I like that, and then. Um, I've listened to, uh, there's a guy who I've been on his show a couple times, Neil Haley, who does a uh, podcast through um, Total Tutor Network. Um, so sometimes, like, he has some uh, really good shows on. And, um, you know, and then, of course, the Principal Cup podcast. I like... Um, of, course. of course. I actually have... Actually, I don't like listening to us. I don't like listening to us because no, I don't either. <laughs> I, I hate listening to my own voice. Um, I so do I, too. I will listen and like fast forward through my parts because I just can't take it. But um, one of the things that I thought was hilarious, and you guys all know uh, that I am really into humor, was that uh, what you talked about number seven. You're guilty of pulling your phone uh, out of out. To check to check Twitter when you're in the bathroom. So I so I was thinking about that today, and I was thinking about the concept of that versus the magazine. And basically, you know, phones have taken over for magazines. So I wonder if in people's bathrooms that you're finding less magazines now because are they? I'm trying trying to say this <laughs> as serious as possible, but uh, everyone's subscribing to magazines plus. <laughs> so therefore. They know that when folks are visiting their bathroom, they're just going to be using their phone anyway. <laughs> you didn't let me get that out. You couldn't let that let me get that out, could you? Well, you know what's funny about that is as you were talking, I was having technical difficulties. I couldn't hear anything you said. And then all of a sudden, I hear you talking about tweeting in the toilet. <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> it's like... It's like as soon as you have technical difficulties. I just came in in the wrong part of the conversation. <laughs> no, that's what you guys told me to do. As soon as you had technical difficulties, just talk about Twitter in the toilet. I, I know what you That's right. I was Podcast my, goes to crap. <laughs> I, was re I was reading my cue cards. 
That's uh, right. That was good. Oh, Simon, Simon just has a hashtag toilet tweeting. <laughs> great. That's great. That is great. That is going to be the new hashtag. In fact, I think that's going to be trending soon. I bet it will. Well, thanks, Jessica, for that one. Um, at, we're going to move over, if you're okay with that, to uh, another awesome, I think, uh, setup for Edu Connected Educator Month, and that's by our own Jeff Bradbury, otherwise known as TeacherCast. You know, for a while, I didn't even know his name was Jeff Bradbury. I just knew him as TeacherCast, and, and when, you, when you meet him, that's what most people just call him. They call him TeacherCast. So, um, so he came out with this post today uh, in celebration of Connected Educator Month. Um, the TeacherCast Labs have come up with a little test that help determine whether or not you're truly a connected educator. This test is by no means a complete test. So can you tell all those people on the chat right now, they got to get their pens and pencils out. Um, and then what they can do is they can feel free to add uh, That's any of their right. own criteria in the comments section. This, um, this test will be uh, collected at the end and <laughs> sent off to a Another location in order to be scored by three objective oh. uh, scores. Spike, we're, we're having a communication issue here. Apparently, you're using some um, you're using some words that people aren't understanding, and the words here are pen and pencil. Um, <laughs> the confusion is that we just, we're un, we're unfamiliar with these terms. So, if you could elaborate, or perhaps. Um, use a different word in place. I think that that would be helpful. So we're going to start doing... Um, <laughs> Is that an app? <laughs> a pen and pencil app. I don't know. I've never, I, I've never heard of that stuff either. Oh, I'm just reading my notes here. All right, so, you, so we're going to do this. Um, let's, let's play a little game here, Teresa. So um, you're going to, I'll read it and then you answer what you think and then you'll tell me what they're saying on the other side. So if you, okay. sit, you sit in the faculty lunchroom. We're going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work so well. <laughs> Get your pen and pencil out. Pencil uh, chat. Pencil chat. <laughs> pencil cast. Uh, if you sit at the faculty lunchroom and picture your coworkers with a Google Hangout mask on, you might be an educator. You might be a connected educator or you may be... I don't know. I like those Google Hangout masks, to, to be honest with you. I think you guys put those on when I'm not watching. Yeah. I've actually never, um, I've never used Google Hangout until we started doing these podcasts, but the masks are really fun. I'm not going to lie. Jeff says, if a puppet calls you on the phone during a podcast, you might be a connected educator. Is that what's <laughs> happening right now, Jeff? Are you checking the phone to a puppet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think this next one is something that you said that actually did happen to you. If your school ID photo matches your Twitter avatar, you might be a connected educator. Mine does. Are actually. you serious? Yeah, and the reason is this. Here's why. Because I had my um, I hate I hate having pictures taken. Hate it. And so when I got married, I had a friend of mine do our wedding pictures because then I didn't have to really worry about hating what it looked like because I knew he would be, I didn't have to pose for somebody that I didn't know. So Scott does our wedding pictures and I found one that I really liked. So I started using it for my Facebook and for my Twitter and, and whatever else. Well when I got this position, we don't have badges yet and because we're a really small school and they scheduled picture week in October, 
we wouldn't have badges f until like mid-November. So I asked the picture company if we could forward them pictures, if we could, you know, take a picture of all the new staff members and forward them and have them mail us IDs for the interim. So I just used that picture. <laughs> so <laughs> really let me ask you. Liked it. I have a question for you, then, <laughs> Teresa. So you got married in a black hoodie? No. It's purple. It's purple. <laughs> but no, <laughs> that was beforehand. That was beforehand. That okay, was, I was just checking because you said that was. That you know, was like that was like the practice. No, those were like practice shots. <laughs> well, but I think my reception a, for my wedding reception, I was in a hoodie, and so we'll uh, we'll have that for another. That's another day and another time. Okay. But that's the truth. <laughs> Craig, Craig says he finally has a use for his complimentary school photos. <laughs> that's right. Hoodie chat. <laughs> Hoodie chat. There, that's another good one. We come up with a bunch of them tonight. So. All right. If, so let's give us another one. Go ahead. Let's find right, another one. All right. If your family dinner conversation has a hashtag, and I just learned what this is, a hashtag, uh, you might be a connected educator. <laughs> that's right. There you go. Did you see is that, that like thing? the gang symbol for? No. Did you see that on uh, Saturday Night Live? No, I didn't. Uh, there's a really good skit. It, it's uh, Justin Timberlake and and I think one of the hosts, and um, they're having this conversation, and they go back and forth with each other, and they're like, you know, you know, hashtag uh, this, and you know, hashtag that. So it it was pretty funny. You got to look it up. I'll have to watch it. That's You'll awesome. You have to watch it. So has anybody in the chat room seen that? Oh, Simon's got it on here. <laughs> Good. Have him post Simon that just up. tweeted us. I'll I'll send it out in the with the podcast. So Teresa, do you that and your husband awesome. talk in hashtags was... as you guys are eating dinner? Like hashtag <laughs> mashed potatoes. No, we do not. <laughs> Sup. We do not talk in hashtags at the dinner table, and I think that's probably better. <laughs> I think you know sometimes you know hash pa hashtag pass the corn. Um, <laughs> You know, we'll just take past the core. <laughs> That's right. Like tonight. I wonder, are your kids doing? Are your kids doing hashtag my, conversation my right now? My kids are happening? in the other room doing hashtag conversations because my wife is working late tonight, and uh, they're they're being good, quiet little hashtaggers over there. So then, is it is another one? You know, you're connected. When your children talking hashtag, hashtag children talking, uh, hashtag hashtags are the new air quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hashtag it's ten. Ha hashtag it's past their bedtime. <laughs> hashtag it's they're tired. Um, hashtag okay. Okay. Hashtag be quiet. I'm on a podcast now. Okay. So. <laughs> Jessica's going to be really, really proud of us this week. I think we've really kept it together, Teresa. She's so in. She's, I think we did it. She said, she actually sent a box and said that she would not be joining us but to check her tweets. Um, that she did get to sit next to the WNBA team today. I'm guessing it's during during dinner, but... Um, yeah, so so yeah, she is gonna be proud of us. Yeah, Hashtag kids missing, on a broadcast missing, only teacher cast. Missing Jessica. Okay, so um, <laughs> here's my favorite one. Now this I thought was really cool and it just shows Jeff Bradbury's uh, 
humor, and if you don't know him and you don't know his humor, um, you, you've just got to keep watching and listen. If your unborn kids have more Twitter followers than your entire administrative team, you might be a connected educator. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Hashtag triplets. It's the truth. It's the truth. That's right. And I think he's also looking to name them. The hashtags are all over. All over. And then Mo, he goes on to say that he's going to name those triplets Ed, Mo, and Doe for Ed Modo. Oh, I totally didn't even get that. You didn't get that? <laughs> I read it. No. That's why we needed to review this. I was like, who are those people? Like, who's Ed, Mo, and Doe? <laughs> Hashtag slow on the uptake tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yes>, it is. <laughs> okay, it's Sunday night. It is Sunday night. There. I think if we weren't slow on the uptake, that's right. We we should be. People need to know that we're allowed to be loopy on Sunday night too. That's right. I think it's um, a, yeah. So one of my, um, you know, you're a connected educator. Yes. Sorry, the, the feedback, it's slow. I don't know if, I don't, we're, so those of you who are listening, if you're wondering why we keep talking over each other, it's because I start talking and then Spike's audio comes back in. And so it's, my internet connection is horrible today. Um, but one of the ones that I had tweeted out earlier was, you know you're a connected educator if the first app that you put on your new phone is Twitter. Because when I was setting up podcasts, or our iPads last week, we got our iPad minis for school. And uh, the first thing I put on there was Twitter, just to make sure that I had it, because you know you can't have a device without Twitter. So, are you letting your kids—not um, your kids, but your, your the children that attend your school—are are they going to be able to go on Twitter and social media? They are not. Um, we do have a um, each classroom has a Twitter account, and it is. Um, facilitated by the teacher on okay. the teacher's computer and so the students are allowed to go you know every at the end of every class the you know the teacher has either someone every week or every day or whatever update what they were doing but um, no they will not be they will not be allowed to use social media there's no snapchat there's no um, none of that <laughs> none of that that's what I was going to ask you too about um, so your teachers um, they all have like you assign them a, a Twitter account for the classroom and it's up to them to keep it up? They, or? they were allowed to, They. I suggested it. Um, I said, you know, this is what I would like to see, but we have a lot of changes this year. We have the new Macs. We're bringing iPads in. Uh, we're using a new grade system. We have a new attendance system. We have new report cards with the Archdiocese. There is a ton of just new. So. About half of the teachers felt comfortable enough to bring it in this year, and the other half, I think, are doing it um, next year. But they created their own. It's usually like uh, the name of the school and then the room number, mm -hmm. or eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, whatever. Um, and then for the rest of them that want to share pictures and things that are happening, they just email them to me, and then I post them on the school account. And then they're, they're, we have widgets on each of their individual web pages that are all accessed by our main web page. And so, so it just it shows you know it, it's live tweets on their uh, on their page. That's great, and I think you know in all seriousness, you know 
as we enter, you know, Connected Educator Month, and, and Teresa and I talked a lot about this during the week, was, you know, what role do principals play, you know, and I think in, in both of those, um, you know, both of those blog posts, you can see that there's, you know, obviously a lot of humor in it because, you know, you set yourself apart, and there's, there's a lot of things about it that are, um, you know, great material for, for people to, to poke fun at, and we poke fun at ourselves. But I think the important thing is that what, you, you, what you're also doing is fostering an online, you know, connected 21st century um, school, you know, with your teachers and your students and your parents, you know, and, and, that, and that change is sometimes hard. I mean, I've kind of, I kind of went about it another way where I just encouraged, I never demanded, you know, them to get on. Um, and I, I probably have about 60 or 70 percent of my staff that are now on Twitter. Uh, most are on Pinterest. They really seem to like that as a so, as their social networking. Um, Instagram. Some are yeah. Facebook people. Some are Instagram people. But um, you know, I, I definitely always say, like as a as a connected principal, by using those avenues, I found so much more out about the people that I work with um, than had I not had that. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the kids, I mean, the kids are all on Twitter. They're, it's not like this is something they're not doing. So, you know, what I explained to the teachers was you really just have to create it and just allow the students to update it because they will do it on their own. They will, you know, they're more than excited to go and type up what they did. So it's not, it's really not, it doesn't add um, a whole lot for the, for the teacher to do. It just allows... Um, it just allows. Sorry, I was just looking at a at a note. Um, you know, it allows them to be a part of this while still, um, you know, having the the students go ahead and do it all. But yeah, I mean, I, I look at my like I I updated my uh, weekly school blog this morning, and um, you know, as I was looking at like I call them my RM Bacon bloggers. Like I have eight you know teachers who are consistently putting things out on their blog. Um, and and it's it, it makes me feel good because they're really basically just modeling what I was doing, which right. you know is modeling what other folks are doing. But you know, like I look at that like as you know, if, if I was a parent in that room, you know, I would absolutely know what was going on, no matter if it was kindergarten right. or uh, or fifth grade. You know, and honestly, yep. you know, I don't get that as a parent. You know. Um, I always am still asking my kids, you know, what did you do today? What did you do today? Right. Um, and just kind of fishing like that. Whereas, you know, there's uh, all, all kinds of things that are going on, you know, and I think the blogging format allows the teachers to, um, you know, make it more interactive and, you know, tell their story. Uh, are you finding that yeah. too? You know, like yeah, the it's, it's a huge, um, I, I am. Yeah, it's more um, because because communication was such a problem in the school that I'm in now, and because the parents are so um, they they just I mean they want it they want to know what's happening, and that's it. I mean in in my kids' school, if my kids weren't at my school, I would want you know I would want to know what's happening too. So they love it. They think it's great, and so. Um, Craig says, um, I'm in the chat room right now, Craig says, uh, impressed at how many educators, or how many are connected at their schools. Twitter's blocked on our social networks, or our school networks. And you know what, it was blocked in in the district that I was in too. I, th I mentioned this uh, last week that, you know, they told us anything that would allow the students to communicate with each other would be uh, blocked. And so it's it's difficult, 
But uh, Simon says, Craig, I'm working on this at my district. Teachers are allowed, but not students yet, and not because they don't think they should be. It just needs to change the perception of education, staff, students, and parents. Craig said it was a disappointment when I got back to school after jumping into Twitter this summer. And he can see it as a research and a, tool, a resource and a tool, but to teach them how to use it properly, which is, I mean, that is the only way that we can do it is um, is making sure that we're teaching them the appropriate way to utilize social media. That's, I mean, that that's it. If if we're the only reason that our students are not using it right now, when I said no on the iPads, is because it's an individual uh, device and. That's way too hard to police, way too hard. But using them, you know, in a computer lab or in this in a in an environment where, you know, they're they're being monitored by the teachers so much easier. And our tech our technology teacher has created with input from the students a technology agreement which discusses social media and you know, making sure I will never give anyone my name or address or show a picture to somebody mm -hmm. I don't know or you know things like that and it's it's just about teaching them how to use it appropriately. Great. Does anybody have any questions before we uh, talk about our principles to follow? Yeah. That's what I was just going to say. Well, I was reading your mind. It's like we're on the same page. I know it's crazy. It's like we're on the same screen. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and we are <laughs> It's like we're writing with the same what? pen. Okay. <laughs> or app. Um, and Simon, Simon says good points in the policy. Craig is thanking us for addressing this. And uh, Simon says, and that's the critical importance of us being connected educators to do our best to lead. Uh, that's a wonderful one. So I'm going to go ahead and tweet that out. So let's jump to our, so that we can stay to our 45-minute uh, preferable time frame. Go ahead and share your person to follow Spike while I tweet this out. Okay, so um, a, ooh, I would say probably about a year and a half ago, um, I was new on Twitter, and I was at... The ASCD 2012 in um, Philadelphia, and I saw a mm -hmm. uh, tweet from a, this principal in Texas that said, "I'm looking to do a uh, presentation with somebody that I've only met through Twitter at Texas ASCD, which would have been in the fall of um, 2012." So I just tweeted him back and I said, "Okay, I'm in." And there was another person um, that was interested as well. So we started, you know, following each other, direct messaging. We had a couple uh, Google Hangouts. The other educator couldn't make uh, the, the Texas conference. So, um, you know, through Twitter, um, and we, because we wanted to show not only the power of being a connected educator, but how we could literally present together having only met face-to-face when uh, I met him at the conference, and it was the coolest thing. Uh, and his name is Trey Hall. He's a uh, he was an elementary school principal. Then he is now since um, uh, moved up, and he's well, I won't call him moved up, moved into a different prin principal position at his high school. Uh, but he is at Trey T R A underscore Hall H A L L, and um, he was so cool. When I went down to Texas, he showed me all around, and uh, we got a chance to talk and. Um, you know, and, and I learned a lot about, you know, Texas education 
and he learned a lot about you know the Northeast, and we had we had a ball. So um, and it was pretty cool because it all came through a single tweet. That is very cool. That is really really neat. Um, I think that, that would be a really cool thing to do. Um, and just the, to, to go ahead. I was gonna say, and and the presentation was awesome too because when we were talking, it was like. You know, we had kind of planned out what we were going to say, what we were going to do, but we just had to feed off of each other, you know. So there's a lot of north-south sort of stuff, and there was a lot of, you know, but we, what we are trying to do is symbolically represent, you know, this powerful medium. So how about you? So cool. Mine, my uh, principal to follow is someone that I have, he's actually superintendent, um, and uh, his name is Mike Smith, and he is at Principal's Page. He's a superintendent in Illinois, and he's got a blog that makes me laugh every time I read it. It's hysterical. He's just he he finds the way to bring the humor back into the job that I think sometimes it's hard to find. And um, he's you know he's got a lot of great quotes that he sends out. He's not um, I don't think so much interactive like a lot of the people that sometimes we talk about but he has so much good information and he's got if you go to I believe it's principalspage.com and I'm going to get um, it's his blog and it is it's principalspage.com and it's a navigational tool and forum for school administrators and there are so many sample documents on this I actually used it um, this week for our crisis plan because it, it needed a little bit of updating and so I went to principal's page and found more information than I could have even asked for and it's it's awesome and like I said if you follow his blog he's just he's got a dog named Buddy the dog and oh you know what you know does, buddies and all of his all of his posts and it's, it's hysterical does he have um, like a it's like a cartoon character caricature of himself yep Yes, I've, yep, yep. I've read his stuff before. Yep. Uh, very cool. Yeah, it's hysterical. So, um, you know, definitely, def that's my, my person to follow for this week. Awesome. And I'm just tweeting these out right now. Yeah. So, I think that we are at the end of our time together, sans Jessica, and she'll be back next week as will the, the, the two of us, so all three of us together. Don't forget that you can contact us at principalcast.com or email at info at principalcast.com and then as a, a hashtag or at on Twitter. And you can subscribe to principalcast at teachercast.net slash iTunes and teachercast.net slash YouTube. So thank you, everyone, for being um <laughs> for being in here, this I I absolutely love this chat room every week. There's it's a different group of people every week, and it's always amazing. So thank you for those of you who joined in, and those of you who didn't, um, and who are listening to it later. Please um, please be sure to hashtag your you might be a connected educator if because those are always a good time, and we'll be sure to keep ours going too. So thank you, and have a great week. Thank you.
There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com slash B-E.